0: Couple years down the road, your life takes some turns. Yeah, you um, you don't really do comedy anymore. You devote yourself full time to uh, a physical art form. Yeah, um, known as stunt manning. Stunt manning. You become a
1: stunt man. Um, why do I why do I transition out of comedy?
0: Because one Arbor Day, you were walking through a park. Yeah. And it was Arbor Day at the park. Okay. And they they had like uh there's like a strip club there. <laughs> that was like <laughs> at the park? Yeah, they were sponsoring they were like uh the strip club was called um <sighs> The Curve, but it was spelled uh C O U V R E like the Louvre. Okay. You know. Like the music. And they had beautiful paintings all over their walls. The only thing more beautiful than the paintings are our girls. That was their tagline. <laughs> okay. And uh, you go to the the curve C O U V R E. Yeah. And um, they're just like we're trying to we're trying to be more green this year. You know we're gonna plant some trees. So Arbor Day at the park. There's just like a bunch of strippers out there planting trees. Was I doing comedy there? Was yeah. The, I mean the, you weren't doing comedy there. You were there for the Arbor Day. Park. Oh okay. Um, you just wanted to see what was going on. There was a guy who um. He was selling live crabs out of the back of his truck. He caught them out of Lake Austin. What was his name? His name was Crab and Joe. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Sure It's a family name. Yeah. He's a third generation Lake Austin Crabber. (laughs) His dad, uh, Crab and Mike. (laughs) Sure. His dad, Crab and Mike, um, had a TV show with TLC about The life of a crab man and it just fell through last second and uh he jumped into lake austin and never found his body so things are kind of weird for crab and joe but he's looking at this arbor day at the park to like bounce back either way there's just like a bunch of vendors around and you're walking around having a good time and uh you you're going to uh somebody's giving like a ted talk about arbor day and kind of its history and and its environmental impact and you're like I'm going to go I'm going to go watch this person mm-hmm. as you're like walking towards like the the tent where they're giving their speech you see a golden envelope on the ground okay you bend down and pick it up and you just feel the warmth of the sun on its surface sure and if the envelope I don't know any other way to describe it other than it just fits perfectly in your hand you know how like when you were a kid, if you had an action figure and it had like a sword, it would just fit perfectly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like just almost to the- almost magnetic. Got it. It's like an Be- accessory. Yeah, built, built for me. When you pick it up, you can almost hear it click into place. Wow, like it was made for you into my skin. And inside that golden envelope was a, a forty dollar coupon for uh, Ted's Tough Guys. <laughs> what's What's Ted's Tough Guys? It's a stuntman training facility. Okay. Forty percent—that's a good deal. Uh, for, it was 40 dollars $40 worth. Oh, forty dollars. Yeah, that's still okay. So you're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. You call Ted's Tough Guys. Uh, he goes, Ted's Tough Guys. This is Ted. Oh, the owner. Yeah. He goes, Yeah, I'm the owner. Who oh would you, hi. Uh, would you ask him? Uh, I have the the Groupon. I'm interested in stunt Manning. He goes, "Oh, we, yeah, we get a lot of we get a lot of group honors that come through here. You hear him, like spit into a spittoon." Oh, great. Um, yeah, it's not good. He goes, "How much did you group on for?" Uh, I get $40 off. He goes, "Oh, $40. All right. That's 6 months worth of lessons." Oh, wow. Yeah, he goes, uh, "I run a real good uh a real real reasonable business model here." Yeah, it's He goes, so he eventually like you guys have this conversation. He sets up like uh stuntman training for you. Okay. You go to Ted's Tough guys. It's in a town it's in a part of town called Softville. <laughs> oh great. Right? Yeah. Um where's Softville? It's just in location of like Mueller. It's kinda of hard to say. Okay. It's kind of around. Uh oh. it's like a different part of town. Like they have like an ice cream shop there that has the best ice cream that you've ever had. Why? What's what's special it's just in? really good. Oh, okay. But um the first time you had it, like uh the first time you had it, you went in there asking, like, "What's your like favorite kind of ice cream?" Mine. Yeah, I'm like a like a mint chocolate chip person. So you went in there and you're like, "Hey, do you guys have mint chocolate chip?" And he was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And you went back a second time. You're like, "You know what? Maybe I was out of line." I don't think so. That seems like a really reasonable. No, but <laughs> you've just been you've just been thinking about like you're like how can I try to make this person's day better? You know, maybe oh, maybe they're okay. having a bad day. Maybe I was out of line. You sure. Know, so- yeah,
1: I don't. Sometimes
0: yeah. you get aggressive with ice cream ordering.
1: I'm really spine. I'm spineless in situations like
0: that. And you're trying to be better about it. And the stuntman training has kind of helped you be a little bit tougher. Oh, You know, ever since you started going stuff. to Ted's Tough Guys, yeah, you feel tougher. So you go back yeah, in this yeah. ice cream store, and he goes, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'm glad you came back. I got mint ice cream. Mint ice cream for you." And he gives it to you. Okay. You take it home. It's the best ice cream you've ever had. Sure. You go to back the next day. You go back like you're driving to Ted Stuff, guys. You're like, I'm gonna go say thank you for that ice cream, and you look there, and it says closed due to uh, suicide. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, they never explain it. Yeah, yeah. It's weird though. There was like when you go to like look at the door, and you see that there was like the marker outline of of like Ron, almost like somebody left a letter taped to the door with your name on it. Oh, but somebody must have got there and taken it off, even if that was even a real thing. So you're going to Ted's stuff, guys. It's in Soft Bill. It's a weird place. You start really like getting into stuntman mode, right? Sure. You get uh you you master. You get to the third uh, level of rolling out of cars. Okay. Eventually, um, Ted takes you down the interstate, and you roll out of a car at sixty-five miles an hour. Okay. Uh, you recreate um, the famous scene from Fast and the Furious Twelve. It's where Vin Diesel rolls down uh, the El- like uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. And you guys recreate it. He's got a Camaro. It's pretty badass. And Vin Diesel. Yeah, if you want to be. He's got a bald cap that he keeps in the um, glove compartment of the Camaro. Oh, cool. He's like, if you want to be Vin, I get it. What's He's- the bald cap? Okay. Yeah, I'd, I would pick him, I think. So you, you put the bald cap on, and that bald cap, <laughs> <Yeah>. it matches. <laughs> It matches your skin tone so perfectly. Ted well, goes, Whoa, Vin! You know, you feel just like a little bit more jacked. My hair is the only reason he didn't mistake me for Vin Diesel. But that bald cap. Is okay. Perfect. <laughs> so you master rolling out of cars. Yeah. Uh, you master um, f- jumping into a barrel. What that is, that's a course where he teaches you to jump from a rooftop into an open 50 gallon drum perfectly. Yeah, so you're jumping from like five or six stories up into just a fifty gallon drum, and you get so good you can even like grab the lid and close it behind you. Oh wow! So you get pretty fucking good at jumping into barrels from high. Yeah, that's high impractical but fun. It's a life of stunt man, brother, and yeah. that's what he tells you. So you're like uh, you're getting really into stunt man, right? And you're like, how can I, how can I start to make this work for me? Yeah, Ted agrees to. uh To set you up with some of his buddies who might be able to help you with some industry work, right? Yeah. He has a guy who sends you an email. He goes, hey, got a new big budget thing. They're looking for a lot of stunt guys. Don't have a whole lot of information. Might be a good foot in the door. You know, I don't know if you want. Send him your headshot. You know, send it over. Who fucking knows? Yeah. He's not not a very good manager. Oh, (laughs) I'd still... i'd send him my you know my packet or whatever yeah you send him um cv you send him your headshot. you send him your cv you send him some youtube links of you it's videos of you uh getting punched in the gut sure it's it's a 60 minute video do i go down pretty fast no i'm tough yeah hell yeah dude ted's tough guys has toughened you the fuck up dude you got rid of anything in your closet except for the except for black clothes you only wear black so it's like a personality thing. It's not just like a physical. It's, it totally changes you. Wow. So you send them a video of you getting punched in the gut straight for 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, and not going down. You, uh, you send them a video of you um, like jumping a turnstile oh, and then cool. running away from a cop. Um, you actually got tased at the end, but you got that out of the video. But either way, you send them just like a lot of really badass videos, right? Yeah. I sound really tough. You sound real fucking tough, and you wait like two days. Nothing happens. You check with your manager. Your manager's like, "Hey, I'm out in Maui. Yeah, fuck off." That's what his away message says. And you're just kind of like, "Man, maybe, maybe Ted's tough guys was the wrong thing to do. Maybe I, maybe I'm in over my head." And then you get an email. You get an email that all it says is, uh, "Loved what you sent through." Cool. Uh, I would like to have a meeting with you tomorrow. I can meet you at the Applebee's downtown at mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So you reply to the email, right? I, yeah.
1: I'll you say I'll, yes. I'll be there.
0: As soon as you hit the send button, yeah. as soon as like the moment that you think it's possible that the data could have been transmitted from your computer to the recipient, <laughs> yeah. you get a return email that says, oh, wow. great, see you then. Oh, wow. Then you get another one that says, what do you like for apps? I'll order some for you. <laughs> uh, t- uh, Mont sticks, I guess. He goes great. Sounds good. Sure. See you soon. They, do they do artichoke dip there? You think that for your second, for just like a split second, yeah. you think? Man, do they do artichoke dip? He goes, "Hey, I'm gonna order some spin dip." He goes, he calls oh, it well, spinach art. It's spin spinach artichoke it, dip. Yeah. He calls it spin dip. It's like a regional thing. Tight. He goes, "I'm gonna order some of that." Uh, are you cool?
1: Yeah, no, that'd be great. I'm he glad great. I didn't have to like request a second item and it seem greedy or nothing. <laughs> no, he
0: knew. Hell yeah. So you go to the Applebee's downtown. It's weird because the Applebee's downtown is actually the biggest Applebee's in the world. In downtown Austin. Downtown Austin. It's the biggest Applebee's in the world. Is that true? Yeah. They just built it. Oh, wow. Oh, and, okay. and like right now, you know. Got it. Yeah. A couple years down the road. So you walk into the server station, and she goes, oh, Mr. Leckler. She goes, yeah. uh, take the elevator up to the 38th floor. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, they'll be back there for you. This is... This is it's the biggest Applebee's. I'm just, I don't know how much clearer I, I can be about it. It's too big. This is... I <laughs> mean, some people would say that, but it is fucking hopping.
1: Wow. All 38 floors. 38 there. floors
0: are packed. All right. So, As you get in the elevator, yeah, every single... Next to like the panel... Of, like, the what floor you're on, it shows you how much vacancy is in every one of them. Jesus, the only one open is the 38th floor. Is that the top floor? There's nothing above it. Okay, okay, you know what I mean? Uh,
1: yeah, it hit the, the button to go to the 38th floor. You hit
0: 38, it's the smoothest elevator right? Wow, it plays Rob Thomas's smooth the whole way. Oh, wow. that's how smooth <laughs> it is. And, like, in a non ironic way, you're like, oh, this is what it was made for. You know what I mean? The it's elevator. like you finally found where that song fit oh, into the zeitgeist. Yeah, It was just in just the smoothest elevator, elevator. you've ever written yeah, yeah. It was as smooth as like a camel from a 1970s like magazine ad. It was just when America was pure, when the air was breathable, yeah. just smooth. Very smooth. You get to the 38th floor. Uh-huh. You can see straight back to the opposite corner the furthest point away from where you walked in yeah there are two men sitting at a table okay one of them stands up and waves you back he goes hey it's me marcus okay do i know marcus marcus is the man you've been um you've been emailing with marcus elementary
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay elementary is his last
0: name yeah his last name is elementary okay uh he he waves you back. You go back, and he meets you. And as soon as you sit down, the waiter comes out, and you go, oh, mozzarella sticks, spin dip. Oh, perfect. Extra side of chips. Hell,
1: yeah. I always run out of the chips. That's very... Yeah. I, I like that I wouldn't have to ask for them.
0: He goes, yeah, I know. We get it. Yeah. He goes, the 38th floor is a little different. Oh, cool. We'll take care of you. <laughs> I love it. So you sit down with Marcus Elementary, yeah. and uh, he goes on to tell you that he works for Michael Bay. Oh, wow. And Michael Bay... uh saw your your headshot, your CV. He goes, they loved your videos. He was Michael Bay has secretly been working up to getting punched in the gut for 45 minutes straight, and oh. he's almost there. And so he's like, he kind of wants to talk to you about that, too, so just sure. like know that that's on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes, but he goes, we want you to be like a lead stuntman for a new movie we have coming up. Oh, wow. it's uh, It's called <sighs> Crossing the Rift. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Is it like a some sort of sci fi vehicle or yeah, okay,
0: yeah, it stars, uh, yeah, who's in it? It stars Horatio Sands and uh, Tom Cruise. Okay, is it a comedy? No, it's Horatio Sands turns in the fucking dramatic performance of a lifetime. Okay, it's a it's a buddy cop film, but they're like <laughs> it's like a serious buddy cop film, okay, where um, in the future, uh, if you tell a lie, they they cr- make you cross the rift, which is they they throw you into like just like a, a prison labor system. Okay, and uh, somebody alerts the authorities that Tom Cruise told a lie, even though he's like I swear to God I've never lied. You know, and it's just like a whole. It's like two and a half hours long. It's a it's kind of a slog, but um, Horatio Sands is great in it. And there's there's like a there's like an iconic scene where like uh, Tom Cruise he gets kicked out of uh, Shoe Carnival. He's like down on his luck, and he gets kicked out of a shoe carnival. He lost his job as a cop. He's just waiting to be, you know, put to his death, basically. And uh, he gets into a fight outside of a shoe carnival, and there's like this iconic scene of him just like brawling through a parking lot. Uh, and they're like, they want you to do a bunch of the stunts for it. Okay, so uh, like basically, we'll pay you to come do this movie. Uh, it'll be because it's like going to be such like a, a big part it would be a hundred thousand dollars we would obviously get to do whatever we wanted to with your body that says that in the contract um okay. like nothing weird or anything but just we're gonna put you through some shit is this union is it a union game uh-huh. or? okay it's uh it's what they call it, super union it's oh. a, it's a new union above the the union it's just like a different union Oh, okay yeah there's like two union leagues and they're kind of fighting against each other it's like a whole weird thing Got it. Organized labor a couple years down the road takes a real weird turn. It sounds like it. Yeah. So you're joined the super union. would you do the movie? It's $100,000. $100,000.
1: And I sign this contract that says that they can do whatever they want with my they're body. Like, like,
0: what, they're like, you just can't say no to like what we're going to ask you to do. Can I quit the job? They go, yeah. If you quit the job, we take uh, each one of your pinkies. <laughs> it says that in the contract. Mm-hmm. I would.
1: Could I have like a notary look it over and? He goes, yeah, sure, man. Take yeah, take your okay.
0: time. I would do that. So and you call Ted I'm not savvy that way. You call uh, you call Ted, and you you send it over to him. He's got a bunch of friends. He's been in the business a long time. Great. He's made a lot of guys stuff, and uh, <laughs> he sends it to his friend, who's like, "Yeah, man, this thing looks airtight. Like this is legit." even though the the pinkies thing does not deter them. He was, yeah, they whoever wrote it did a really great job writing it. Like it's it's airtight. If you quit, they're going to take both of your pinkies. Okay? <laughs> you know. Yeah. It says you will have the option of the same time or you could do one at a time. Yeah, I but got it. it's really your call at that point they own them.
1: Cuz I'm trying to think if I if I lost both my pinkies, maybe I could have like a niche market as like the stun man with no pinkies yeah. and then you can
0: blow my fingers off in the movie. And this is kind of like, maybe, yeah, <laughs> you could do a lot of like uh 4th of July PSA stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could probably corner the market on that.
1: Because I just don't want to sign this contract. And then something horrible happens to me where I, where I'm like paralyzed from the neck down or yeah. I'm dead and I can't enjoy this money that they'd be. Yeah. What would but you do? I, I mean, I thought the notary would be helpful, and Super was not. I—that's
0: like barely a life-changing amount of money. Fuck it, I'll do it. So you're like, okay, I'll do it, and he goes, okay, we gotta, we have to make this formal, and you see that he dips the mozzarella stick in the marinara, and he yeah. signs a contract with it. Uh, The man who's also at the table with him, it's Michael Bay. He's been there the whole time. Um, He dips his mozzarella stick in marinara and signs with it. Sure. And then you dip yours and sign in it. Then all three of you clink marinara dipped mozzarella sticks and you eat them at the same time. Yeah. He goes, okay, great. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be in touch. Well, you know, we're going to start shooting in about six weeks. Okay we'll uh, send you the script we'll, we'll get you with our, our stunt coordinator we'll we'll get everything set up we're looking forward to having you on board no I can't wait I'm excited to see how this pans out for me He was great so you guys uh, hang out you actually order lunch it's pretty good it's nothing world beating Michael Bay's a nice guy he talks to you about getting punched in the stomach for a long time uh, you just have a thought that like you just disassociate you're like I just put myself in a different place sure uh, it helps him meet his long-term goals. He's forever grateful for that. Oh, cool! So you get ready. Uh, you leave for the day. You spend the next six weeks or so, like really looking through the script, trying to change your training to be like very specific to what you're going to be doing for the movie. Sure. Um, a lot of a lot of getting punched. There's a lot of that. A lot of falling over. Um, as as you're like getting beaten up through the shoe carnival parking lot. Uh, a guy hits you with a Volkswagen bug, and you flip up into the air and land on your feet. It's oh, something wow. you got to work on, you know. They got some ropes and stuff, but you're gonna have to do some heavy lifting. So you're like really looking through this script, and it's it's pretty intense looking, you know. Am I prepared for this? Am I co- actually qualified? I mean, but are you ever prepared for anything? No, I guess not. So you uh, you're like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. So six weeks go by,
1: uh-huh.
0: they call you, they give you the the shooting location outside of a shoe carnival right? It's in yeah. South Park Meadows in South Austin. Okay. They got a whole bunch of the parking lot, like, blocked off. You come in, you meet Tom Cruise. He's Is a nice, he nice enough guy. Oh, He's cool. pretty nice. He's nice to you. Uh, he asks you what your plans are for the afterlife. You tell him, I'm not really sure. After I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, you tell him you're not really sure, and you can see that in that moment, like his opinion changes of you, and he doesn't say a word to you the rest of the time. Is this like a Scientology thing or is this I just, don't know. I mean, oh, okay. yeah. You never really ask him. He just avoids you. Yeah. Yeah, even if you wanted to ask. That would him.
1: eat me up inside. I don't handle stuff like that well at all. Yeah,
0: he knows it. He's aware of what he's doing to you. He seems really perceptive. He's pretty manipulative. Yeah. So, you end up like shooting this whole giant scene and it's flawless and you're you're a perfect stunt double. It's almost like you were made for this. I'm good at my uh, job. You're fucking great at your job. Hell you yeah. do great. Once your shoot is over, Marcus Elementary approaches you. Yeah, he walks out of the uh, the shoe carnival. Yeah, he's got a he's got two boxes under his arms. He goes, "Buy we going half off." He goes, "Hey, that was great, by the way. You know, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that You know, we, we'd love to continue to work with you in the future. Sure, he goes, yeah, I love that. You're really was you're really great at taking a punch. He goes, "You're really great at just absorbing physical punishment." Because you know i think that michael's got a lot of use for a guy like you you know yeah he goes uh, i'll be in touch yeah sounds great he goes till next time and then he uh he like, holds his box of shoes up and he kind of clinks them together uh-huh. and then he walks away he walks away and uh he gets into a helicopter that was parked in the parking lot <laughs> okay the helicopter takes off and as it flies away you hear it say this is michael bates helicopter this is michael bates helicopter <laughs> it's pretty loud yeah it's obnoxious so you're hanging out at home you're like man i've just i've made this fantastic amount of money right yeah you feel like you made a connection with marcus elementary you get another email okay it's marcus elementary yeah the avatar on his email is him really coolly leaned up against a sign from a school called marcus elementary okay he was a janitor there for years so he sends you another email he goes hey Ron got something kind of off the books. If you're interested, Michael's got a—he's got something he wants you to help him with. Off the books, like it's a secret project. Yeah, it's like a secret thing. Okay. He goes, "Are you free next week?" Yeah, I'm, my schedule is pretty pretty wide open. It's great. I'll send a car. Cool. He sends a car. Yeah. A couple weeks go by, right? You're aware. It's about the time you get a knock at your door. <laughs> what do you do? You're expecting somebody to come pick you up. Uh, I'd still look through
1: the people to see if it's the person I expected. You look through people and it's just um
0: it's like a deer. Uh, all right. But he's wearing like a this guy. he's wearing like a limo driver outfit. Uh, a limo he's, driver outfit. Yeah, he's got on like wrap around shades. Yeah. He looks through he looks like through the hole, he goes, Uh, you ready? He's my, my driver. Yeah. Uh, do I need luggage or anything like that? Or? No. No. I, yeah, I'll just, I'm, I'm ready. I'll go grab my he coat. The door. He goes, hey, yeah. all right. Uh, name's Buck. Yeah. Buck what? Just call me Buck. Okay. He reaches a hoof out at you? You shake his hoof? Yeah, I would shake it. Nothing happens. So you get into his limo, right? He was. Uh, he opens up the limo for you. Yeah, You crawl inside, it's the nicest limo you've ever been That nice, huh? It's just the, the leather is like it was put there yesterday. Ooh, buttery. It's just soft. It's buttery. Yeah. It's the color of butter. Oh, wow. Yeah. You look inside and you're like, I feel like I'm in a giant stick of butter. It's the butteriest leather. Yeah. It just looks so soft. It looks like everything's melting. Yeah, life is sweet, dude. Life is sweet and buttery. Yeah. So you're in the car. Yeah. Buck is doing a great job. It's a smooth ride the Hell whole yeah. way. He goes, I'm going to take you through a little shortcut. He drives through the woods. He goes, this is my family's land. Yeah. He takes you through the woods. You eventually get up to this giant, giant house at the top of a hill. Yeah. There's a big gate in front of it. It says Michael Bay on it. And the gate, instead of like bars, it's just like a giant explosion happening. Yeah. And uh, he puts a hoof print. There's like a there's like a, a little panel, and he puts his hoof on it, and it scans it, and the you hear, yeah, the like a big explosion, yeah, and then the doors slowly creak open. Okay, so you're standing there at what you presume is Michael Bay's house. Marcus Elementary is leaned up against the the door the same way he was leaned up against that photo. Okay, of his Marcus Elementary. Yeah, you step out of the limo, and he goes, "Hey, Ron, thanks yeah. for coming." uh michael's inside he wants to wants to show you something okay you go inside michael bay's sitting there he's playing um he's playing nintendo he turns around he's smoking a fucking joint he's got a big old joint in his mouth all right it seems he's wearing a robe he's totally nude underneath the robe is open wow yeah you see everything it's his house i guess yeah it's his house yeah what are you gonna do Nothing. Not he, goes, hey, he goes, hey. He hey. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming. He stands up. He closes the rope. He ties it off. He goes, look. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. I thought you were really impressive, and um, I got, I got some guys that I, I need some help with, and you know, you seem like a guy who could fit in on a crew that I'm putting together. Yeah. He was. Um. This is off the record. A hundred percent. Okay. He goes. Some people took something from me, and I need it back. He goes. And you. Are the toughest son of a bitch I've got on set. Wow. He goes. What's your weekend look like? I mean, I'm f- I'm free. I'm okay. free this weekend. He goes on to tell you. He goes on to tell you that uh, Ron Howard stole a copy of his latest movie. Okay, and it's real bad. He's like, I can't have it getting out there. Okay, so Michael Bay was just going to bury this project. Yeah, he's like, I okay. he was, was going to fill it with concrete and sink it to the bottom of the ocean. Got it, but Ron Howard has Ron it. Ron Howard's got it. Okay. He was that sniveling punk. Hmm. He fucking hates Ron <laughs> Howard. Yeah. Okay. He goes, I, I need you. I need you and the guys to go over and bust up old Ron Howard for me, get my movie back. Okay. Can you help me out? Yeah, I think I would do it. You would? Yeah. He goes, all right, come back here at midnight. I want you to see the crew. They'll take you over there. You guys go in, do it quietly, as quietly as you can. Yeah. Getting it out, but I need that movie back. I'm just presuming that Michael Bay is telling me the truth. Yeah. You come back at midnight. Okay. Right? Uh, this time you put your hand up to the, the panel, and it scans your hand and it lets you in. Cool. Standing out front is Marcus Elementary, and yeah. there's four other guys with him. And he goes, all right, Ron, this is the crew. He goes, you already met Buck. He's going to drive you to Ron Howard's house. Get in, get the movie, get out. Whatever happens when you're in there stays there. Okay. He goes, are you are you, are you cool? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So you climb into the limousine. All the other uh, members of the crew get in there. There's... Uh, <laughs> phil jorgensen okay what's his deal he um he was a minor league hockey player cool he broke the minor league record for penalty minutes oh wow yeah he broke six necks one year wow real rebel huh the year of the neck breaks okay <laughs> it was like a they made a lifetime movie about it wasn't very good there's uh a guy named uh skyler Steele. okay he um he was the world's uh under 18 judo champion he's only 15 years old so his parents had to like sign a waiver who knows where they are now i don't know there's uh cynthia wallet (laughs) her family invented the wallet sure sure they did they invented the wallet they they have a wall residuals every wallet that you buy One dollar that you buy of it goes to the Wallet family. They are fucking loaded. Uh, there's Gregory Pelasco. He is, uh, he's like a really good swimmer and, uh, he was, he's like a good shot. He's got a gun with him. When he pulls a gun out, it's, uh, on the gun is, uh, the barrel is just, uh, printed on the barrel is a photograph of his penis. And you know it says penis because it says my penis on it sure yeah he takes like the he takes it very literally and then there's a guy that just goes by like kevin he's, he's pretty big he doesn't talk a whole lot okay so you guys spend like 30 minutes in the car bucks driving you. it's the smoothest fucking ride you ever
1: think of and this is my team for the
0: heist the team for the heist you pour yourself a glass of diet coke the bucks driving is so smooth doesn't spill a bit doesn't even leave a ring who knows why science so you're in the car for like half an hour you don't really know where you are Uh you feel like you feel like the car kind of tipped back like you're in some sort of an ascent you spend another few minutes nobody really talks everybody's on edge uh you get to this this giant like palatial mansion there's a similar pad out front buck just puts his hoof up to it he presses really hard and it sort of like breaks yeah and then uh the gate swings open you guys drive up to the house You all get out. Kevin leans over. He picks the lock. You guys are in. Miss Wallet goes over to the security system. She disarms it immediately. Okay. You hear somebody upstairs go, hey, what is that? And they kind of look at you. Would you go up there? Yeah, I think I would have to. So you go up there. Up like this staircase is just like a giant master bedroom. Yeah. In front of you is Ron Howard. He's wearing a, a night robe. Uh, It's also open. You see everything. He has a gigantic gigantic penis. Sure. It's the biggest penis you can ever recall seeing. It's startling at the size of it. Uh, You're even surprised he's able to kind of be upright and as mobile as he is. It's just really, really, uh, it's jarring. Real hammer. Yeah. He's standing there. He's got a baseball bat. He goes, who the fuck are you? I'd
1: I'd explain. I'm Ron Leckler, and I would tell him that I think that he has Tom Cruise's thing. That he wants back. So you tell him everything? Yeah, I would explain everything.
0: As soon as you tell him, uh, Kevin, the guy who was just really quiet, the one who broke in, yeah, he goes, you told him? And he, uh, he snaps your neck. <laughs> and then you see him walk up to Ron Howard. Fuck. Ron Howard pulls a gun and shoots Kevin like four or five times. The bullshit bounce off of him. Fuck. Oh, man. Uh, and then he also snaps Ron Howard's neck. Jesus. And then he goes, well. Get the movie, and then you fucking die on Ron Howard's floor. Clint Howard finds you four days later. The side of you dead, and his brother dead, drives him mad. He drives uh, off a cliff. His car just rolls down the Hollywood Hills. He takes out 17 other people. He's dead before he hits the bottom. This is my fault, I presume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sucks. get the movie back. Nobody ever sees it, but... Oh, that sucks real hard. You destroyed so many lives. <laughs>
1: I really thought I did the right thing.
0: No, you told him immediately (laughs) what you were doing and who you were. You didn't try to hide it. You just told him instantly. Well, I thought maybe he would just give the thing back. Yeah. (laughs) Why would he hire uh, thugs if he needs it? Oh, man, you told him (laughs) right away. (laughs)